You've got it tuned to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We talk about love. We talk about relationships, mine, yours. We talk about joy of life, la joie de vivre. And we can also talk on my social media because I love posting polls and questions on my social media, which is The Rendezvous Show. And I posted this little uh, question. I want to feel blank in a relationship. Here are some of the answers I got. So I want to feel wanted. I want to feel loved and respected. I want to feel secure and loved. I want to feel romanced. I want to feel respected, safe, balanced, understood. And all I wanted is feel love. Because really, what else do you need? So uh, if you want to participate, I love when you do, to the polls and the questions, just go to the rendezvousshow.com. The other thing we do is live, we answer phone calls and you email. So I got to go to the line, 855-905-8255. You call that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. It's all about your relationship. You have a question? You call me, 855-905-8255. Let me go to Laurie, who has a question. Bonjour, Laurie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Laurie. What is going on? So I'm kind of in this relationship. I've been um, with this guy for about six weeks now, but we don't live in the same town. So I was wondering how I would be able to make it work long distance because I won't be here much longer. All right, that's a that's a good question. So first of all, how much do you like him? I really like him. I feel like he's very genuine and he's such a gentleman. Okay. Um, so I so feel I'm gonna comfortable s- around him. Perfect. So here, listen. The most important is communication. And communication with your partner when you're away makes it possible. Everything is possible when there is love. Everything on both sides. Everything. So communication, text, a FaceTime, call, text in the morning. I don't mean like sometimes endless conversation. Just I'm thinking of you and I miss you. The most important words that have been there when you're in a long-distance relationship is to feel needed, to feel that the person thinks about you, still desire you, and misses you. Those are your four most important expressions of how much you miss him. You know, you're thinking of him, you miss him, you desire him, and you look forward to seeing him again. And then with that, slowly but surely, you'll see him again. And we'll see, you know, after six months or a year, if you're still attracted and if you guys are still growing strong, then it's a question of, you know, will you live together one day together or not? But at this stage, just six weeks on, I feel very comfortable with you expressing those things and he expressing the same things to you. If that happens, you're on the same page, nothing can stop you guys. Nothing or no one. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. So communication. I love it. Thank you. That's the key. Communicate, 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 and never be afraid to say, I miss you. Laurie, thank you and good luck. Uh, The other way to reach out to me is, for instance, on on Instagram, at The Rendezvous Show, and I got a DM, so I'm going to answer next. Stay with me. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I received at therendezvousshow.com a DM message. And uh, Trish, please read it to me. Yes, this is from Heath HT. He says, hey, just looking for some advice. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing this guy on and off for about two years, and we were engaged for a few months, but not currently. We act as if we are in a relationship. We talk about getting married, and we don't see anyone else. The issue Mm -hmm. is that he's never ready to commit even to date for more than a month or so. 
He always says he's not ready or needs to make himself happy first. And for the most part, it just always feels like I'm being strung along. What should I do? Heath, what you should do is stay with me because I'm going to tell you exactly the strategy to stop that next on the rendezvous. So stay with me. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. When you have a question about your relationship, you can call me or, just like Heath did, uh, email me or send me a message on my Instagram at The Rendezvous Show. So Heath really has a partner that, you know, he says he's committed, but every month it's a new circus. It's like only just commit for about a month. And Heath is wondering, Simon, what should I do? Because I feel I'm being strong along. Heath, here's the strategy, and he works for all of us. Just step away distance yourself because i want your partner heath to miss you not take you for granted the only reason he can do that with you is because he feels or he knows that he can take you for granted so you don't see him as much you step back and you let him feel that you have a distance we'll see how long it takes before he comes back to you running okay distance 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 your best weapon talking about distance i want to share a story about how i've learned about this a little personal story so stay with me it's the good life on the rendezvous. I'm in a very good mood. I love Tony Bennett. What can I say? So check this song. It's the good life. As that aside, to have a good love life, I've learned a lesson years ago. In my early 30s, I was probably very arrogant. No, not probably. I was very arrogant and probably of a schmuck sometimes because a man in his early 30s has all those options and you just feel like, you know, you can do anything. So... One day, uh, as I was dating this woman who was very charming and nice to me, but I took her for granted. I thought she would always be there because I was that cool 32-years-old guy that, you know, uh, could do anything and, and everything was going well for me. So I didn't realize that you can only go so far with somebody. Even if they like you a lot, at one point, they start to go stepping back from you. And I really thought at the time that would never happen to me. So I made her wait. So we were not exclusive. So I was not always the nicest. And then one day, she stopped answering me. And it really hurt my feelings. And I deserved my feelings to be hurt. And I deserved what happened to me back then. I deserved the distance. And I didn't realize what she was doing to me is like stopping my ways of being so arrogant and a schmuck to her. And she did the right thing. She protected herself from a schmuck, and that was me at the time. So don't wait like my girlfriend at the time to be in that situation of being you know, frustrated and upset because somebody is throwing you around or, or taking you for granted. The best you can do is stop the shenanigans by just saying stop. That's all it takes because when she stopped accepting my behavior, I changed my behavior. The only problem, it was too late for me and she never took me back. But I've learned my lesson. If somebody does it to me, a couple step back and I'm not being played or I'm not being manipulated or I'm not being taken for granted. And there are different ways to take distance and say stop. Let me share that with you next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm discussing a personal experience of mine of how to use the distance, right? So, and I got to be honest, I was that, that jerk at my early 30s that took everybody for granted because, you know, everything was going well for me. And then one day, a wonderful woman put an end to all this really when she stopped seeing me and took distance. And I've learned our best tools in relationship or marriage or partnership or whatever is distance. 
And then I realized there was different ways to express that stop and that distance, right? So the first is the obvious one, the expression. So a bit less text, uh, that takes away the sexting, no more of that. And then immediately you feel something is off. The other thing is, if you live together, well, you just talk a little less. You don't engage in fights. You remove yourself almost physically from the conversation, right? But what if you are on the other end of the distance and you are being put in the distance and had enough because you want to say things about the relationship? I'll tell you how to do that next. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. I just talked about the importance of using the tool distance in a relationship, but I see my producer Jill has a question. Jill, what's up? I do. Um, so my boyfriend loves to use the distance. Uh, whenever we have a fight, he like just kind of shuts down and, and leaves. How do you deal when your partner is the one who takes the distance? So that's a great question. So when there is an argument, he doesn't want to talk anymore, right? Yes. That means he's not at this point in time able to listen. So you don't take it against you. Just say his emotions or his psychology, just it's stopped, it's blocked. So the advice I would give you, Jill, is just you wait a couple of days, you wait a week sometimes. And when you are totally cool, with, I know it's hard, but <laughs> then, no, but then he will be ready. You can't force a guy to hear you when he can't hear you or a woman. So you got to wait. His mind and his emotions are open to what you're saying. So if you're a little patient, it's going to pay off, Jill. Okay. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Stay with me. Bonjour, welcome to the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amina. Bonjour, Simon. How are you doing tonight? Good, good. What's going on? My husband and I have been married for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we have a child together. And I thought everything was fine. And... Come to find out, he's been cheating on me. And to make matters worse, he impregnated this girl. Mm. I'm beside myself just because, you know, you're in a relationship for so long, you feel so secure in it, and then you find out that your husband, that the person that you love, that you always thought you'd spend the rest of your life with, has done something so incredibly awful. Mm-hmm. And really my question, I, it comes down to how do I find love after this? How do I open myself up again? So when that happens, um, mm-hmm. it's a little death in your love life, right? Yeah. So you have to take the time to bury the past. It, I've always said you've got to bury the past to kiss the future. And so, Amina, right now, and, and I'm so sorry for what happened to you, it's going to take time for you to bury, you know, the first emotional attachment to the ex-husband, to the betrayal. But there's the good news. It's always like that in the universe. You know, after the rain, there's the rainbow and then the sun again. It will happen right now. I don't think you're ready yet because you have to express all the anger, the disappointment. You've been intoxicated emotionally by his betrayal, right? You're intoxicated, poisoned by his behavior. And you need the detox. The detox goes through that time, usually six months, a year, sometimes two years, where you can date casually and all this. And then at one point, the toxic is gone because you have no more illusions about your ex-husband and there will be another man coming up. So keep that in mind. Accept the fact that for a while you need to detox and then there will be the time to love again. you got to respect the timing. So I should, because uh, my whole thing is I didn't feel like I deserved to be loved again. See, but that, that, that is that I cannot let you say that. 
you totally deserve to be loved, but real love. You don't deserve to be hate. You don't deserve to be betrayal. You don't deserve to be crying and suffering. You deserve happiness, joy of life, smile, romance. You deserve to ooh-la-la all night long with the man of your life. It's coming again. That I guarantee you. But right now, it's all about burying the past, cleaning the past, detox, 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 okay? Thank you so much. Good luck to you, Amina. Talking about bad breakup and that story with Amina, it just reminded me of a very bad breakup I had. And I want to share that personal story with you and what I've learned from it. So stay with me. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know, we just talked to Amina. She was uh, very heartbroken because uh, her husband, you know, cheated on her and had another woman pregnant. And she was heartbroken, didn't know, you know, what to do and would she be loved again and all that. It reminded me of a personal story. And I'm sure you have one too. I was in love with a French woman. I lived in France at the time. And we stayed together for about almost 18 months. And then I really screwed up. I cheated on her in the south of France, and then I told her that. And then she, of course, broke up with me and dumped me like an old sock. And after that, it was like a feeling of despair, and I would do anything to get her back. And she never gave me the time of day ever again. Never. Good for her, by the way, because I really screwed up. And I remember how it felt, you know, that it was just so painful. I had the guilt because I was the one who screwed up, and I had this feeling that I would never find a girl like her ever again. So at that time, I had a wonderful therapist to shrink, and I'm going to share with you how he helped me, and that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm discussing bad breaks up because, hey, we all have one, and I had a terrible one when I was 18, and I cheated on somebody, and, and she broke my heart. She broke up with me. I went to see the therapist, and the first thing I asked him was, hey, doc, how can I get her back? And the first thing he answered was, it's not how you can get her back. The question is why you cheated, and let's talk about how you're not going to do it again. And he showed me in every breakup, whether you're the one who screwed up or the one that's been screwed up on, there's a lesson of life so we don't repeat the same thing over and over again. And I'm so grateful for my shrink that in every breakup there's a lesson because I can say that changed my perspective on breakup. And instead of like being distracted, he allowed me to evolve, bury the past, and start fresh. And that's the lesson for every breakup. Enough about breakups for a second. Let's talk about love on the rendezvous again. So if you have a great romantic story for me, please call me now, 855-905-8255. I want to hear the sound of love and romance again. Bonsoir. Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. This show is all about love and romance, and I believe it's alive everywhere in America. So let me go to my phone line. I've got Ross waiting. Bonjour, Ross. Bonjour. You have a romantic story for me? I do, I do. Uh, I have, uh, I got cooked probably the best dinner of my life. One of the most uh, romantic dinners I ever had done for me. Oh, share that with us. I want to hear about that. So, me and my girl, we go to this restaurant like every Friday or every other Friday. Uh, mm -hmm. It's around our, in our neighborhood. And she knows I love this restaurant. And, um... Instead of always going to the restaurant, she actually went out and learned how to cook the same food that I order all the time at the restaurant. And uh, that's what she did. I came home from work, and she had all the dinner ready. She had everything I liked ready on the table, music, the whole day. I thought it was really, it's all really romantic. Uh, I, never had, I never had that done for, my, for me, so it was really nice. 
what was it that you she cooked for you? Tell give me the so I can almost have dinner just thinking about what you said. So what was it she cooked? So I love Spanish food. I love uh-huh. like very Spanish food. So she cooked okay. me like everything from like I don't know if you guys like mofongo and like rice and beans and steak and chicken, uh-huh. like everything. She just cooked everything and it was just perfect. Is that the first time that happened with her or the first time in your life actually? That was the first time that she ever even done so. I didn't even know she can cook, so she did that for me. So it was really nice. Listen, I mean, I'm I'm a bit jealous because that has, I don't think it has really happened to me like that. I love to cook, so I'm the one cooking. But, you know, cooking for somebody is an expression of romance, and, and that's just wonderful. So I'm glad you shared that story about this dinner. I love to hear that. Thank you so much, Ross, and have a good night. You too. Thank you. More of the rendezvous next. Stay with me. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you so much for uh, spending your evening with me and thank you for your calls and all the stories. And I got to share this little personal story to finish. I mean, my sister Judith lives in France and so she listens to The Rendezvous on our Heart Radio app and she discovered all those love stories and romantic stories you've been sharing with me on The Rendezvous. And she said, listen, you know, I knew a lot about romance stories in France, but then I start to hear all those fabulous stories happening in America, and it's inspiring. And as, as a French person, I'm, I'm very proud because I'm an American now from France, and I just love all those positive stories too. I love the questions. I love to help. But every time you share a great romantic story with me, just make my night. You know, what can I say? I'm a French romantic. So thank you again so much for um, spending the evening with me. I'll be back. Have a good night. And as we say, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.